All right. You ready? Yeah. Ready as you'll ever be? Yeah. You're listening to the podcast where we talk about life, sports, family, and everything in between. Welcome to Just Talking Out Loud with your hosts, Ron and Terry. Hello and welcome to another episode of Just Talking Out Loud. I'm Ron. And I'm Terry. And uh, we're happy to be with you and I have a special announcement to make, which I just remembered. SpeakPipe is now available. Oh. So our, our listeners can, if you go, there's a, um, below our episodes, there's a little title, like it tells you about the episode, and in the box, it has our website, and you'll see it says SpeakPipe, and you click on SpeakPipe, and then this little box will come up with a microphone, and you can record it right from your phone, if you have something you want to say, and it'll go right to our website, we can listen to them, and then next week... We can, um, if there's something you guys want us to talk about or something you'd like to know about us, then you can put that on there. I think it records about a minute, and that's the free version. I'm not going to do the paid version. version. I mean, yeah, if you have a question or a comment, keep it around a minute. Yeah, it's going to be about a minute, but um, yeah, which is minutes long. I mean, it's longer than you think when you start, you know, really putting it together. But if you're long-winded like Terry, then you'll go way over the minute. <laughs> you know, you like to talk, and but you know how to put it together in a, in a minute, I think. Not when I just have a question. Okay. <laughs> you might just keep, yeah. might be a good question. But anyway, so SpeakPipe is good, is ready to go. And so hopefully you'll, uh, you'll use it. And then today I got an email about YouTube so we can upload the RSS feed that we use to that. So we may try that too. I it took I tried to do some of it. Well, I shouldn't say I tried because I was working. But um tried to do some of it, but it just didn't work. It wasn't it it's hard to do it. You know, you gotta do it here. Well, you're trying to so do it, yeah. I'm gonna try and work on that too uh, tonight. And uh then I uh, got a lot of bathroom stuff to talk about. I don't know why. I just I it all started working with the toilet. I don't know why it's Is toilet. Is that because we were redoing I, our shower? In no, the I, I know it was before that because we had we had been trying to get the shower done, and then it kind of we've had tile in there about we've a had, year. Yeah, yeah, just about, and so now we're you know we're going to be getting into that. So it's going to cut into my me time, like Zachary likes to say, my me time. I have no me time anymore. My my me time is gone, but. That's okay. Well, you're still doing this in your radio station, so yeah. Well, but that's, you get up at four thirty in the morning to have me time. I, exactly, and that's why I go to bed early for my me time with Terry's. Like you're already sleeping. Well, yeah, seven thirty, eight o'clock. You're snoring. I'm ready to. I'm out. I'm ready to. That's old age too, though. Um, have you ever heard? I don't know if you've heard. You are are trying a new diet. What's it called? It's a metabolic metabolic diet or something like so, that. So um, we bought lots of beans, <laughs> lots and lots of beans. Uh, but we didn't have any beans today. We had uh, Mediterranean salad. There was beans. Well, chickpeas, in it. chickpeas, chickpeas. Um, chickpeas. Well, you want to tell what it is? Chickpeas and quinoa, kale with lemon and, and salt, sea salt rubbed in it. And then sweet potatoes and chickpeas and quinoa. And you just layer it up and you you don't even cook the kale. You And then there was a tahini, tahini, however you say that, tahini. But it never, it wanted, it called for half a cup of tahini, but I don't know where I was supposed to put it. And almond milk. So maybe it was supposed to be, I don't know. It never told me how to put that in there. And garlic and stuff. So I made tahini sauce out of all that. And we just, you know. But I yeah. didn't make as much as they said because it would have been a half a cup of right. almond milk. Well, and I didn't use that much. What was the dill? Was that? The dill was in the tahini sauce. But see, and it just listed dill and garlic and that. And I just. I didn't know where else to put it, so I put it in the tahini in the sauce, and it said tahini sauce to taste. Okay, it didn't. Huh? 
so I don't was, know if I did it, it was quite different. right. It was different. I think we can all... Because I didn't put any seasons on the, like, sweet potatoes and chickpeas, or I did put turmeric. It the, it did tell me when I was cooking the um, quinoa to put turmeric in there and salt and pepper or something. I don't know. There was a couple seasons, but then the other seasons that were listed there, I, I just assumed they were for the sauce that they made, you know? Yeah. So yesterday we had, well, today we had Mediterranean, Mediterranean. Mediterranean salad, right? So it's mm-hmm. called and Mediterranean bowl. bowl. It was a Mediterranean bowl. And then bowl. today, we, yesterday we had, what was it yesterday? Salmon. Salmon. That's right. We had salmon. Salmon and Mediterranean vegetables. Yeah, they were different. They were good, though. They were like a balsamic vinegar, yeah. and it was roasted sweet peppers and onion, red onion, roasted sweet peppers, um, a red, red and a in a orange or yellow sweet pepper. Um, what what else was in that? I don't know, but it had a nice. It, it was good. It it, it was, was good. Sweet, I like the vegetables. There wasn't sweet potatoes in there. What was there? No, there was no sweet potatoes. Trying to think, there were mushrooms, portobello mushrooms, sweet peppers. I can't remember. Oh, asparagus and asparagus. green beans. Yeah, green beans. But the asparagus kind of dried out in the oven because you ro- oven roasted that too with the balsamic vinegar dressing. We had to go back out and get green beans because Terry ate the whole first package of green beans dry and right out of the package. Yep. She was so that hungry. Was, no, that was my three days of all green so you vegetables. Get all, you get them all in one day, all the green mm-hmm. beans in one day, three days worth in yep. one day. And my poop's still green. <laughs> yeah, you think she was... From the three days yeah, of that. She says, oh, and she has to give me the play-by-play of her poop. It's green again. All right, thanks. Thanks for giving me the uh, update on the poop. That Appreciate means I'm it. healthy, right? Uh, well, I guess it's, you know, depends, right? Because the color always makes it different. What is it that's, well, yeah, I got what I assume it is because it's all the greens and the. That I've been eating. It's your, you know, it's I coming ate through. for three days. I ate so I would assume green vegetables. It's going to turn it a color, you know, other than corn, it always comes out yellow. Doesn't it matter. Comes out like corn. Yeah, just just like corn. Like you could just scoop it out and put it back in the bowl and, <laughs> That's so and gross. heat it up and have some more. Yeah, That's so yum. gross. Um, but I wanted to get you know a little bit about what you know what you've been reading. This book is a doctor living good. Good, yeah. And he has this metabolic uh, type of diet and. And, no, no, uh, that that was that a different, different diet uh, than different. living living good. I've I've been reading the metabolic and Doctor Living Good. I've been oh. doing both. Doctor, so you got me good, all confused. Yeah, so but Doctor Living Good, um, he believes our healthcare system is broken. Amen to that. I mean, we oh, all it is know broken. it is broken. There's no two ways about but that. But he believes in eating only real food, and that we overeat. Well. I, I think and we he gonna... says if you have any kind of health problem, like diabetes, heart problems, anything, you need to go off of all bread, all sugar, all packaged food, and get back to eating real food. No carbs at all if you've been diagnosed with something. And you can turn your diabetes and your heart problems around by eating Real food, well, healthy I know, food. I know that uh, Billy Gardell, who who's used to be on Mike and Molly, was mm-hmm. guy weighed. I don't know. I don't want to guess. He was a very big, big man. Guy. You wouldn't even recognize him today. That's how much weight he's, he's lost. lost, and he is off his diabetic medicine. He is off all his medic because. Well, I and they told him he got to a point where he, he had to do something it. like that. So I'm wondering what you know. Yeah, what was the diet? What was, and he because he said it was a. a it's, you have to change your whole d- the whole thought process. So that's what I'm trying to now. The metabolic diet is more they say for hormones. It's more of a women's diet for hormones and like for so menopausal women. So we're doing the meta. We're not. We're doing the metabolic, not Doctor Living. Yeah, we, I'm kind of doing kinda mix, both. Mixing. I'm kind of mixing them. Um, he's like he says, you go off of everything, all rice, all grains, all. Everything except veggies and lean meat and some fruit. Okay. Until you lose the weight. And then you reintroduce some things. And then it's okay to have like a sweet potato or a potato once in a while. But he still does not eat a lot of carbs. 
And this is this similar to the Dr. Wayno that you were on? You lost 30 pounds on that one. Well, the Wayno diet has two starches on it every day, but they're they're processed. They're um, like a light bread or a light English muffin or a rice cake or something like that. And like Living Good says, no processed food. And he also had those proteins in the packets that are processed. Who knows how many chemicals or whatever. I don't know. What's it but like? I did lose weight on it. We, you, know, you did. You lost 30 pounds. So whatever it was, it it all worked together to get your metabolism to work. Yeah. So it worked. Can't say it didn't work because it did. So now I've put on 15 pounds. Well, I don't so. know about that, but we're trying something different. And so I'm trying to just eat healthier. Because when you eat sugar, you want more sugar. Yeah. That's, that's just... So that's why I do the three days green vegetables because that's kind of helped me on the Wayno diet. Yeah, you've been doing, you've done that before. I, I so every time I really am craving sugar, I kind of do three days green vegetables, and that takes my cravings away. Okay. And I like like green beans, and um, I I don't mind you know having a salad and then a handful of raw green beans or broccoli or you know. Cucumbers. I like cucumbers and celery, too. So, Well, you know, the reason I kind of want to get into that, because this first story actually is not about the toilet. It's about banana peels that can make, is, is actually a secret ingredient to make healthier sugar cookies. So I read this story, and I'm going to read it to you now, because we've been into this kind of thing. Where, you know, you've been using, like, coconut sugar. Is that right? Coconut yeah, sugar. Coconut sugar. Uh, you've been using um, what is the flour? There's a cup to cup. Is cup that? to cup or um, coconut flour? Coconut flour. And then we looked for spelt flour in the things that are spelt, in the Mediterranean yeah. or Medi- metabolic or Mediterranean or whatever. Oh, we were out for a while it. looking for this stuff. Oh yeah, and we could not find quinoa flakes or quinoa the um, noodles. And we couldn't find the noodles, and we couldn't find the quinoa flakes or quinoa flour. Yeah. So they were asking, how do you make a sweet treat like sugar cookies more nutritious? Now, I think, didn't you try to make, no, you didn't make sugar cookies with No, anything. I didn't. I've tried all other kinds of cookies with like to make them better for you, like gluten-free for Lexus. I, I hope or, I have know. the other part of this. But uh, basically what it says is you, a new study says that adding a banana peel to your recipe uh, – to make sugar cookies more nutritious, uh, researchers have found that using banana peel flour, and they'll explain how you make it, uh, in the sugar batter. You know, you think about a banana, right? Mm-hmm. And the it's sugars very, that are in the banana. It, it's very sweet. And I love bananas. It's I'm sweet, a banana. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I love my banana in the morning. I've kind of gotten used to that. But it's a lot of sugar. Uh, but it's natural sugar. Right. And you can stick an organic sticker on bananas, but who the heck knows if it's really organic. Anyway, anyway, so it said you add this uh, uh, banana peel flour to the sugar cookie batter because it's uh, it's loaded with these nutrients in the peel itself. Um, So now people, a lot of uh, people are trying this. Uh, The skins, they say, are extremely fibrous. Makes them tough and raw to eat, obviously. When you grind them down, you grind them out into a flour, then the peels contain amounts of fiber, magnesium, potassium, and antioxidant compounds just in the um, in the peel itself. Now, I was hoping this told me how to, because there used there was one where it said how to make it. Yeah, you, know, you put it in a blender, uh, a blender, and you keep going. And I can't find which the I other blew part. up today. You blew up, yeah, you blew it up. Um, but I can't now. I can't find my my paper that says how to make the, the actual ba- flour, the banana peel flour. Uh, so I'm now I'm really upset with myself because well we're kind of in a I guess we're a little bit I don't want to say rushed, but we are kind of are a little bit rushed. But I want to make sure you're in. But the next time I come on, I'll have to find the bottom part of this well, paper to find to, it along the way to to make the uh, banana peel flour. I, I always thinking that it would add, I don't know, I, I don't know if it would be like the banana itself because the banana has such, you know, it's, if you like bananas, a lot of people well, don't like bananas. Well, I mean, that's I, what I, I like put bananas. in my smoothie when it's too bitter or, you know, when I can't drink it. 
that's my sugar for my smoothie, you know. Right. Okay, before we get to mewing, uh, we're going to talk about... Or no, we're gonna, no, actually, we're going to talk about mewing now. What's mewing? That's what I'm going to tell you, what mewing is. Now, if I told you, if I asked you, Terry, what is mewing... What, it's what a cat says. Well, the, a cat would be meow, wouldn't it? Not mew. Mew. Mewing. Mewing. This orthodontist, uh, his dad came up with this um, this idea that he can change the shape of your jawline just by the placement of your tongue in your mouth. Uh, p- people say, they claim, that it helps with sleep apnea, scientitis, you know, sinuses, sinusitis, I said, and uh, other conditions. Now, this um, mewing became the work of a British orthodontist named John Mew, okay. M-E-W. Okay. And uh, he, uh, he and his son picked up, this was back in the 90s, then his son, Michael Mew, is also an orthodontist, he started to promote a form of orthodontics called orthotropics. And it focuses on the jaw posture and how you retain the position of the tongue. Now, Britain's general counsel wants to strip him of his license because they say this is um this new whole wave. idea is yeah this new whole which it started in the 90s um it it's you know well let's let's face it orthodontics has to do with putting metal in your mouth to straighten your teeth unless you're able to do the invisalign right. which is a little bit different but it still moves your teeth your around. teeth around mm-hmm. like when RJ had that thing in the back of his, and it made me expander. I, I couldn't do it. You had to tighten it, and it made me. <laughs> remember when we tried? You need to try and do that. I couldn't do it. I got sweaty. I, I'm like, I can't take this Little Allen key. wrench into his mouth and to turn it to turn it to make his jaw. Yeah. Anyway, John and Michael Mew, they didn't actually coin the term mewing. That wasn't okay. their idea. Uh, it stems from an online movement among people who wanted to change the appearance of their jawlines using these ideas from uh, orthotropics. What's, uh, it, it was intended, they said, for young children because young well, children are still growing. So, Like some doing, of them have a V. Alexis had, was yeah. growing in a V, and she had to have an expander like that too so they would grow right. Right. Well, this is not, there's no expanding. There's no, it's about, I'll tell you how you do this, how you mew. But they, they, this was actually... And does he have different places for different things like sinusitis or... No, it all, it all works. It's one way of placing your tongue. Okay. And then... Um, but this was actually mostly intended for young kids because they're still growing and they're able to manipulate, so put, if you will. Maybe put pressure on a certain place to make it wider or whatever. So here's how you do it. You ready? So mm-hmm. you can try this. I, I won't be able to talk and then do this okay so first you close your lips okay you move your jaw so that your front teeth i'm sorry let me go back you move your jaw so that your front bottom teeth Mm -hmm. are just behind your upper teeth your upper front teeth okay then you cover the roof of your mouth with your tongue place the tip of your tongue right behind your front teeth Without touching the teeth, so you you would just kind of you know be right at the mm-hmm. you know close to the teeth. All right. Now they said what you do then is you're supposed to flatten your tongue with the top of your the roof of your mouth, even the back, mm-hmm. so it's relaxed. Somehow so it's relaxed. I'm pushing on it. Well, I didn't say push, but I'm I'm sure that's part of it. It says some suggest you can find the right position if you try to make the you know the word thing, so you go ning, it's like ning. Mm. Ning sound, mm. like wing, mm. ing, you know. Mm. <laughs> Others suggest you f- that you focus mm. on breathing out your nose instead of your mouth because you have to have your mouth closed in order to do this mewing. So there's no serious research that says this changes the shape of the jawline. 
or any other issues. Experts say it's unlikely you'll see any you'll see any permanent damage. Uh, but they said this is like a jawline exercise too, if you need to um, to do that. But that's mewing. That's what this. They say it, mis, it helps with misalignment of teeth, um, helps with the upper and lower jaw of misalignment, helps with TMJ. I can feel it in my jaw. They said that it helps with TMJ. And also loose or chipped teeth or misaligned pressure. They said that helps too. But there's no evidence, per se, according to experts, that it actually works. And they were saying there are any risk. It says your jawline is complex. Uh and that, you know, you could, over a length of time, it could cause some problems with the movement of teeth and stuff. So, I don't that's mewing. I just thought that was interesting, that this guy might lose his license all over mewing. But it's not really mewing, because he says the ing, mm. like in thing. Mm. He really says that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, that sounds like we're... You know, doing something else. <laughs> yeah. We better move on. Okay. That was really good, Terry. I but, really liked your I mean, I can feel sounds. I can feel it in my jaw when I put my But it's hard to get your tongue to go flat on top of your mouth. No, I don't I just thought it when you said relax. You're supposed to it, relax it on top well, of the roof I of know, your mouth. But, so to relax it, you're not you're you're I was pushing because when you said put it on the top, well, I, that's, I was pushing. I think but then when you said relax, I relaxed it a little bit more. I think that's natural though. You want to because you're trying to push your tongue up to the top of your mouth. Yeah, I am pushing it a little bit. I can't do it. Anyway, that's the mewing. If you ever want to try and try it, I don't know why you'd want to try it, but. As we get well, older, I, I don't think it would work for so us. So if it hurts, for, if it helps sinusitis, maybe it cleans out all that sinuses right about there. They used to do that on the odd couple. He used to have that. Remember when he'd clear out his sinuses? He'd go, wah, wah. Yeah. So that's if I hear uh, you doing, ning, uh, ning, then I'll know you're <laughs> This podcast has really turned into like sound effects. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go to our toilets. You ready? Okay. A couple things you can do with your toilet. Um, this is a bathroom bombshell. You ready? Yeah. We've said this before, but a new study reveals that viruses are shooting out of your toilet, toilet. every time you flush. That lid when you flush. Well, it doesn't matter. No, um, it doesn't. It no. still gets out. That's right. A simple act of flushing the toilet. You know, you don't give second thought. You really don't. Uh, it's mundane. A lot, a lot of people, sometimes people don't even flush the toilet. Yeah. So it wouldn't matter anyway. But uh, they were talking about understanding the bathroom hygiene. And so the American Journal of Infection Control uh, might have you thinking twice about a public restroom especially. Uh, the journey begins with this simple question. Does closing the lid actually prevent the spread of germs? And we've talked, they did this on that, uh, what was that show? Used to do all those oh, um, that's, um, tests and stuff. Oh, that Zachary watched. Oh, no. I even said I could picture the girl on there. Um, yeah. The two guys, right? One was bald mystic, with a big old mustache. Yeah. And um, Myths. Mythbusters. 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 Thank you. I'm sure Penny was and yelling. And they did she say yells that it was less with the less, less with the germs lid, with lid the closed. lid closed she, than with it open. Penny usually yells at the radio whenever... She's listening to us, trying to get me to, to know the words. Oh. Never works. Okay. Apparently, I'm not listening. Uh, so they asked the question, does closing the lid actually prevent the spread of the germs? And so researchers from uh, the uh, University of Arizona uh, conducted the challenge, and um, they, they introduced all these bacterias, MS2, into the toilet bowls, and into public restrooms. And um, apparently, MS2 is, is, is safe, and you can flush it and it's not a big deal so they flushed the toilets uh, with the lid up and the lid down and then they collected samples the public restrooms don't have lids usually that's true they don't but this is they did i don't know where they did this it's just it says public restroom they did both um some of them don't i mean but yeah some do some don't depends on where you're going some collected samples from various uh, surfaces like the seat the handle the floor even the air uh, the lid position was inconsequential. 
Contrary to popular belief, closing the lid did little to contain the spread of the virus, whatever is in your toilet, whatever you left in there. Uh, widespread contamination, post-flush, the virus was detected on numerous surfaces, um, indicating it just spread throughout. And then number three, the power of disinfectant, disinfectants. Uh, cleaning with disinfectant usually reduces the presence of the viruses in your bathroom. So there you go. If you're looking to um, close the lid thinking that's going to help you, it won't. But there is a way to help with the smell. Did you know this, Terry? You know, you've been, you've been making a lot of stuff with garlic. Mm-hmm. If you throw garlic in your toilet, it adds... I mean, we know that garlic adds a lot of flavor if you like garlic. Uh, turns out the garlic is, is amazing for your toilet. What you do is, the concept is very simple. All you have to do is take a single clove of garlic, drop it in your toilet bowl before you go to bed. And as you sleep, the garlic releases its natural aroma. It, it, and, and then it's um, antibacterial and antifungal properties. It all works together to neutralize odors, leaving your bathroom smelling much fresher by morning. Until you get in there and take your morning dew, morning poo, and then it all goes to pot again. So you have to do it. So if you're looking for something, yes, maybe have some unpleasant smells. Garlic is just a, uh, a well, new way. Well, if you had a drain problem a while back and then you put the garlic there, it might get the smell of the drain. You know what I mean? How if a house has been closed up and the drains haven't been used, sometimes the drains stink. Right. And it might work in that, you know. It says garlic is a natural deodorizer, too. And if your toilet, if you've been battling, like, yellow stains in the toilet, we got a trick. So here it is. Okay. Um, You take, let's see, let me me find the hack. Uh, Where is it? I had it, and now it's gone. You're battling yellow stains. It's a prize effect of solutions called garlic tea. Um, You simply peel and crush or chop a few garlic cloves, steep them in hot water for about 15 minutes, then pour the garlic tea, is what they call it, into the toilet bowl, ensuring it covers the stains. The garlic's sulfur compounds, the antibacterial and cleansing abilities, work their magic, breaking down the stain, and next thing you know, you have a sparkling, clean So it's garlic toilet. too. Okay. So you can not only get rid of some of the smells... But you the know, stains. Nice and fresh, but if you have some stains. It's also uh, very eco-friendly for your um, plumbing, too. So you don't have to worry about that, too. So garlic does more than just add flavor to your food. So there you go. I'm just trying to help people out with some, um, with some ways to, um, to help their bathroom problems. And then I have these bathroom confessions. Eight in ten people use the toilet like a garbage can. That shouldn't surprise you, probably. Like a garbage can? What do you yeah, mean? They just flush? flush everything down there. It says well, eight in ten adults flushed something that they shouldn't have down a toilet. Well, that's horrible because your your pipes will, yeah. Oh, then they wonder why it's clogged. And then especially they wonder those, why they have to pay a plumber. Especially those wipes. Oh, yeah. People, yeah. Those wipes are the if worst. You're going to use the wipes. You don't put them in the toilet. No, you shouldn't. I think they have come up with they some say, flushable ones, but I, I wouldn't even know do that because you know, they, you know, certain um, toilet papers don't even dissolve good enough, I don't think. Yeah, true. Well, especially if you want to go, you know, you don't want to do the one ply. It's yeah. like sandpaper. You when know. You That's why you need the bidet. You got to have the bidet to clean yourself up. You don't have to worry about all that stuff. The study found that 21% have disposed of hair in their toilet. have ditched tampons in the toilet, and some adults have even flushed animal waste. Well, I mean, it's poop. If it's animal poop, it should go down. Should be be a big deal, I wouldn't think. Cigarette butts, makeup, medicine, cooking grease are other things that people have put down their toilet. They think, you know, it's almost like they think it's a um, garbage disposal, disposal, but it doesn't really work that way. All you're doing is lining your pipes up with, with a lot of, especially grease. Especially grease. Then you're then that's going to stick all the way down. 
Some people said they've even chucked something solid down the drain. Well, that just doesn't make any sense. But no one knows how, you know, they have no, 56% have no idea what that impact does on their sewage systems. Nobody. They don't know. So you got to, you know, you just can't throw everything down the drain, down the old, you know. It's bad enough you get that giant, you know, turd that you can't get down <laughs> with the uh, whole toilet paper, a roll of toilet paper. I don't have that problem. What? Giant turds going down you don't the have, drain. You don't, uh, you just do rabbit. Or I don't know, but we've had that problem with other people using it. Oh, yeah. We've had backups for sure. Yeah. So anyway, that's the toilet. That's oh, you know what? I have, I have another one. Um, you know, speaking of toilet paper, was we speaking of toilet paper? People have infections because they don't know how to use toilet paper. Are you kidding me? Yeah, p- experts have revealed that wiping incorrectly can lead to s- some pain and infections. I I I can imagine. Some people say, and, and and this is where the bidet comes in. A lot of scientists say we should ditch the toilet paper altogether. They said wiping your backside. It would help whenever there's a storm forecast in this area. Um, what? Everyone wouldn't have to go to the store for toilet paper. I know, and that's milk true. And bread. If y'all had bidets, we wouldn't, yeah, there'd be more milk and bread on the shelves when there's storms coming. That is true. What else do they buy? Milk, milk bread, bread, and toilet and paper. And toilet paper. Um, it's been long debated if toilet paper should be folded, quilted, antibacterial, uh, and used in a wiping or patting fashion. And here are the experts. They're saying, according to Japanese scientists, swapping the paper for a bidet, and we've had Matt is on the show, and even uh, Ian has said the bidet has changed their life. Um, so let's find out how we're wiping. Are we wiping? Are we wiping properly? Properly. This is very important. Charmin and all those brands have done a good job making us think that uh, to- toilet paper is high is hygienic, and this doctor says it's really not. So let's find out. I'm trying to figure. Okay, first one ply has toilet to be paper. more hygienic than doing nothing and just pulling up your pants with crap. Well, no, you have to do something. You can't just <laughs> you're gonna, crap you're gonna, all you're gonna the have time. skid marks in your underwear mm-hmm. the whole time, your whole day. You can't do that. What are you talking about well, over that's, there? You know, hey. yeah. Well, are wipes more hygienic than toilet paper then? Well, I would imagine that's be more, you know, that's we clean up the kids. I know, but it's nasty. You should have seen what Beckett did to me the other day. I'm starting to think that maybe yesterday Beckett was everywhere. Yeah, I was going to ask you what's worse, a six month old poopy diaper, yesterday the six month picking up dog runny dog poo in the yard. I I don't know. Yesterday it was which is worse. It was everywhere. I mean, we had to put him in the sink. Because he that was turreted all over. Oh yeah, it was all up his side and out his diaper and up his pajamas and it was. And, I hope people don't eat and, dinner and while the, they're listening the to the show. In the creases, in the creases of his legs and oh. We do talk a lot about poop. It was. Nuts. And if you're eating, I apologize. We probably should put a disclaimer. But he hadn't gone all day Sunday, so Monday he let it rip. Well, you know, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Might as well do it. While Grammy's there and clean him up. Mm-hmm. Was he crying when he got in the... No. We sprayed him with the spray. All right, we're going to... You know what? We'll come back. I'll tell you how we were wiping. We'll talk about wiping, come back. But then I also want to talk about Finn. So I want to finish the wiping. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll tell you what you're doing wrong with your wiping your, your bottom. We'll finish up with Beckett's poop. And then Fenn will not do this. He used to be, he used to love doing this. He doesn't like doing it anymore. And we'll talk about that coming up next. So you want to start a podcast. Maybe you're listening to the show today and you're thinking to yourself, boy, that would be fun. And I have a lot of things I want to talk about. Maybe today is the day. Maybe you're looking for a new marketing channel or you have a message that you'd like to share with the world. Or you just think it would be fun to have a talk show. It is a lot of fun. Just talking to your friends. Maybe you have ideas about sports, life, or whatever your passion is, today's the day. Podcasting is easy, it's inexpensive, and it's a fun way to expand your reach online. And where should you go? Buzzsprout. It's hands down the easiest, and it's the best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. And your show, believe it or not, can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories 
in minutes. Like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and you wouldn't believe how many more there are. And they make it simple to join all of them. Podcasting is not hard when you have the right partners and Buzzsprout is the team to join. They are passionate about your success. You can join over a thousand podcasters already using Buzzsprout. We're one of them. We've been on Buzzsprout from the beginning and I'm so glad I joined up. I had a little bit of an issue, emailed a customer service rep and they got back to me within five minutes and they had me calm down. It wasn't that hard and what I was doing was my fault. So here's all you got to do. Click on the link in the show notes. It tells Buzzsprout we sent you. You can support our show. And if you get a paid plan, you get a $20 gift certificate from Amazon. Now, here's some other things that Buzzsprout provides. Like you get a great looking podcast website. Now, a lot of people think, oh, I got to get a website. got to pay for that. No, you don't. They provide it for you. Also, they have audio players. Maybe you have a website and all you want to do is promote your show on your own website. You can do that with their audio players and you can also drop it into other websites and on Facebook or Twitter and they help you do it all. Believe me, Buzzsprout is the way to go. They've helped me immensely and I've had a lot of fun doing it. So maybe today is a day for you to start your podcast. And if you do, check out the link below in the show notes and get a $20 Amazon gift card. So we were talking about, uh, well, we were talking about Beckett and his poop. Pooped all up, his, you know, just, just a blowout. Oh, side, a major blowout, blowout. Major blowout. And, you know, that little pocket in the back, it didn't, it, it, went, didn't up the, it went down the side. It went around the side of his leg and all over. Um, I'm jumping around because I really didn't have a lot of time to, I was hoping to do more, you know, to have this set up, you know, correctly, but. It's kind of gotten away from me a little bit. So we'll come back to the Fen thing and what he's not doing now. But we're going to talk about wiping. Because, you know, people wiping. are, they're probably on the edge of their seats. I they mean. might be on the toilet seat right now. So what do I do? Yeah. Am I wiping wrong? What am I, what do I got? Yeah. You know, I don't Am have I a bidet. To pad? Am I supposed to wipe? Honey, get the hose. It's from you know? front to back, they say, but it's padding or Well, let's wiping find out. What? Let's find out. Of course, one ply paper, as we know, is rough. I mean, let's face it. If you're going to the dollar store and you're not you're buying the one ply, you're going to cause yourself some some open wounds and you might be in, in infection risk because the way that if you especially if you're you know if you're one of those people you, that you like to really dig ply, in there and make sure it's well, <laughs> you use one ply and then you just get a lot of it. Honey. Yeah, yeah, but that's where the whole row the whole you know the whole row roll goes and then your finger your finger pops through. And next thing you know, now you've got more problems. Because you got doo doo on your finger, anyway. So that's a roughing wipe. can be rough on the skin, delicate tissue. It causes hemorrhoids, swollen veins, and the rectum, and sometimes bleeding, depending on how you wipe. Aggressive rubbing, scrubbing, especially with soaps and cleansers, can irritate the skin. Wiping front to back is also key, particularly for women. UTIs are a concern for women because of their urethra shorter than a man's makes it easier for the bacteria to get to the bladder. Nearly one in three women have also had at least one UTI requiring antibiotics. You haven't had the, what was the last time you had a UTI? Not that a I'm, long you know. time ago. Men also uh, are susceptible to Since infection. Like a buka, it kind of, it kind of went away a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, one study found that not shutting the lid first spread 10 times more, uh, bacteria, but we just we just kind of. Um, I know they said that, but I thought the Mythbusters said that shutting the lid did help. There was I, less bacteria on think, the toothbrush in the bathroom if you shut the lid than on the than on. Basically, this my my mic is uh, is falling. Basically, what this guy is saying is, if you look at think about he's he's talking about ditching the toilet paper. That's basically what he's saying. You know, because wiping in general is, depending on how you wipe. So have a water bottle and squirt your behind oh, in there. But you still need toilet paper to pat, pat, dry. Can't you just, like, shake your booty above the toilet? Just, no, you know, unless you put like a, a fan squat. in there. You know what? You do the, it. what's that, um, you do the, um, you know, when they do the. Hokey pokey. No, not the. <laughs> <laughs> the hokey the pokey. The bird dance. No, when you do that, you know how they, they it was like a, I don't know. I know, I know Penny's screaming at me now. They would get down and they would shake their booty. 
You know, they would, you know what I'm talking about? Damn it. Terry, you're supposed to help me out on this. I can't remember what it's called. They would shake their booty. Like really fierce. Jive. Gyrate. Yeah, like gyrating. Yeah, that's how you wipe it. That's how you get it nice and dry. But then that doesn't do you any good because now you're just throwing all your... Crap all everywhere. Your, well, yeah. well your, I mean... Your dirty water. Well, if you just spray... Yeah, the dirty water is going... It's even worse than just flushing. Now you're doing the double... Like a dog shaking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You shake your bootay. Yeah, that's why I say you still need the toilet paper because you could pat, pat, and throw it in the trash can instead. I can't think what that's called. Because if it was, if you watered it first, then it wouldn't be nasty, and you pat, pat, dry, and you're out of there. I just cannot think of what that's called. They had a name for it when they would. I I I can't think. I'm just I'm losing lap dance. <laughs> no, it's well, not a lap dance. Jive. There's nobody else in there when but you're taking a dump. There. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, Who's in the bathroom with you? Is what I want to know. I want to know <laughs> what you're trying to say. Well, there was it was like a it was like a dance, and they would uh, they would stand up and they would they would go like this. You know, they go. I don't know. I can't do it. It's a good thing we don't have That's video. That was disgusting. Ever, the most I've ever seen you move. Your and that wasn't even thing. that wasn't even graceful at all. That was awful. But I want to know who you're lap dancing in the bathroom to get your butt clean. Well, that's what they do when they lap dance, do they? Rub their no, that's not what Gucci's this, all no. over you. I, got, I know I'm going to hear this. I know it. No, Penny will tell uh, you. Huh? I know I'm going well, to maybe hear she'll it. She'll put tell it. me what it's called. I can't think of what it's. There's a name for it. Uh, I'll I'll have to look it up. But anyway, okay. So Fen, let's get to Fen. Now my two year old grandson, love him to death, and my. Six going to be right. Well, this is uh, this is going to be March uh, when this comes out. So he's going to be six months. It's just hard to believe. Well, Fen used to be not only is he he is a good eater, still a good eater. Uh, that you know, God bless him there. I mean, he has his days. It's like all kids. He used to be so good. He used to love take a bath, take his dinosaurs, take a bath. Well, something happened with him and his cousin, and they were in the. Sh- they were in the bathtub somehow. I don't or the, know. in the in the bathroom. I don't know if they were in the bathtub and or the She bathroom. must have turned the, the shower, shower on. And, the, and, of course, the shower head was on, so the shower was on. Instead of the bathtub. And they all got soaked, and he will not. I even, I was telling Diane, I, I, I put my swimsuit on and got in the water, thinking like, he, like a pool, he would get in. And I had his pants down to, around his knees because he said in. And then he looked up at the shower, and he's like, no. And he wouldn't get in. Yeah, he won't. And I, and she even tried taking the shower yeah. down, I think, last night. What do you I mean, left. taking it down? There's is like you can take it and put it around. Oh, that's right. They have that. Yeah, so, you can take so it off. So she tried the, um... to take it down, and he still would not get in. <laughs> now, I don't know if RJ ended up getting just putting him in and letting him scream. I because the one day he got in for me, I got everything off of him. He got in, and then he, oh done, oh done, oh done. I still, I, I washed him down. I just took a rag and soaped him down and rinsed him off with his cup, and he screamed through the whole thing. And I didn't even wash his hair. I just, he just screamed, I'm done, I'm done. He was so mad at me. He used to love a temper tantrum. The bubbles, you know, that was the thing. Make more bubbles. And he'd put them on the and, and dinosaurs. I, and, I, and I started uh, to put bubbles. I said, you want bubbles in? No, all done before he even gets in most of the time. So I don't know what traumatized him, but something something just, oh. Yeah, and he's going to... He will gonna, not take a bath going to walk around like a pig pen from uh, Charlie Brown pretty soon if he keeps it up. You know, he's going to have his own little dust pile wherever he goes. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. Or maybe she cried because maybe she got soap in her eyes or something, and she cried and scared. I don't. I don't but know. they weren't in. They know. weren't taking a bath together. No, no. They just they, just they were turned playing on the water in the bathroom. And it I was guess. the shower was on. And so it something came out. spooked him big time. Mm-hmm. So now he wants. So if you have any suggestions on how to help a two year old, because I'm hoping he doesn't last too long. Because I was thinking swimming's use, coming. I know up. swimming's coming. You don't have that pool for nothing. I hope everything's good down there. I haven't really checked on it. But, you know, I don't want to – my whole thing is 
I, I wanted him to be able to enjoy the pool, and I thought maybe putting a swimsuit on, getting in the bathtub with him, that would help break the ice. And I, I really thought I, you know, had an idea, but it wasn't a good idea. So he flipped I mean, out. He good, wanted you out. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, he did. He he kept pointing <laughs> out here. You know, he likes it when you sit on the outside and he plays with the. But dinosaurs. he didn't want. But he wouldn't get in. And though. he gets them usually full of. Bubbles, and then he calls them ghost dinos, and he, yeah, and he has them do cannonballs in there and everything. Yeah, I just, oh, just it was so disappointing. It really was. Um, anyway, I got um, the next subject. You ready? Yeah, we'll get off of Fen and because it's disappointing. I was hoping Grandpa would save the day. Yeah, but he didn't. Grandpa didn't save the day. Uh, there's seven things that uh, can make you ladies more and instantly irresistible to men and the traits that most men could care less about. Uh, this was done by matchmaker um, Luann Ward, and she names these seven things that men care about in women. Are you ready? Yep. We'll see if any of these um, uh, that I find irresistible in you. Of course, you know, right now, you all those wor- those sounds you were making earlier mm. oh yeah mm. well, tell me more mm. i'm doing the mewing the mewing mm. <laughs> all right mm. number seven mm. you're right these are these are things that according to a, a, a dating expert that um is very important to a man to make you ladies more irresistible number seven ability to control your emotions and be rational so just control your emotions can you do that Tara? Most of the yeah. time. Number six, how caring and kind you are. These are basic. You know, I mean, these are things that you know, they're looking for in a, in, a, in a wife. Number five, your ability to admit when you're wrong. I admit that when I'm some wrong people, at work. Some people that's, what do you mean at do work? I do, it, do I do it around here? I'm not wrong too much around here. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know what? it's my house and I when want you, it my way. <laughs> yeah, and every time you say, oh, you probably threw it away, yeah, but you're wrong most of the time. Okay. The no. thing I couldn't find no. today was the juicer. A white thing had a juicer thing on the top. I did yeah, lemons. Yeah, that was in the, it was in the bottom underneath the, um, the island. That's where it was. Oh, I didn't. I, That's where it was. I, I did but have you it know in what? the corner cover for a long time. I think it moved down there because it kept okay, getting Okay, because so, I couldn't find it I today. think it's behind all the beans. Because I wanted beans, a lemon juicer. The beans and all the natural crap that we have that is just piling it's, up. It's not beans. It's just natural crap. It's a lot of natural crap. Well, you have you have a lot of the, huh? You have a lot of the cocoa, the coconut, cocoa, the flour, cold, something like that. Cocoa, so. yeah. Flax um, seeds, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Do we have to? Um... No. Oh, okay. Uh, where are we at? Number five. Number four. This is a good one. Can you guess what it is? Kissing. Sort of. No, it's more not. involved. Your sex drive is number four. That makes well, you irresistible. When you're dating, you're not supposed to know that. Huh? When you're dating, you're not supposed to know. That. Well, I don't know. I didn't know what year was when we'd started dating. Well, we didn't. We we had one date. No, yeah, we had one date. You cleaned out my tonsils, and then that was it. I was I was hooked for life. You're so. I never full seen of anybody it. that you're could so do that with their tongue. It. You're so full of it. You're so full of it. It was like you brushed my teeth and kissed me at the same time. It was amazing. You're so full of it. You you know you could make it go in circles, and then you, it was like a. Oh, never mind. I was going to say, like, a, it was like a power jet. All of it. You're so full of it. It was so good. <laughs> All the days when we were young. So we get older, you get lazy. You don't do that stuff anymore. Number three, being supportive of his goals and dreams, which you always have been. You've always. Um, I mean, you're, you're sitting here now. Married, you didn't tell me all of them until we got you, married. You know, you're sitting here now. You know, doing a podcast, and we're we're just opening ourselves up to whatever world is listening. Yes. And, you know, we're letting, we're letting people in. And I think that's, you yeah, know, you try to have to some fun. Yeah, you didn't go to broadcasting school until we got married because I didn't know that's something you wanted to do. Yeah. You, well, wasn't, you were interested. In. But you were always supportive, and I appreciate that. Number two. I drove you to school every day, every time you had to go. Yeah, you did. Uh, the way you look physically is very important. Number two. It says and. 
So it says the way you look physically and, but I don't know what the other and is because there's nothing here. Oh. It just says and. So I don't know what happened. Okay. I lost the and part. But how you look physically. And number one, the ability to be feminine. So that's that's important to a man to make you um, to make you irresistible. Now, here are the ones that make you that are not important to guys. Number seven, the collection of designer wardrobe items. They don't care. They don't care about your Gucci purse well, or your good, I never Vera was Wang. I was never Is into that one? designer. Is yeah, Vera, Vera yeah, Wang. Yeah. Uh, number six, social media and how many followers you have. Don't care. I'm not into not, that either. You don't even, yeah. Number five, independence. They like that you're independent, but they really don't care. Number four, financial status and how rich your parents are. Eh. <laughs> you know, well, might want to see a bank statement, you know, yeah. it'll be. Make if they sure ask not, for one, then. Make sure, make sure they're not in debt too far, huh? Uh, not important your career. It's, I mean, I guess, I don't want to say they, they should support you in whatever career you have, but it's not important. It's not like, you know, you're a CEO. That doesn't yeah. make you more irresistible more than if you were, you know, a, a, waitress. Uh, a waitress or, you know, a cashier. It doesn't make any difference. Uh, number two, your busy social life. They really don't care how busy your social life is. And the number one, not important to men, academic achievements. Men are not apparently, especially if you have more achievements, which you do more than I do. Um, so that's okay. But a lot of women, like really, that are are academically achievers and like lawyers and that, I think they care whether the men are at least educated that they're with. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with that. I think so too. Yeah, it makes. It, yeah, at least they have an education. Some they don't guys, want to be with someone who. I think there's some guys that, if the wife, no, I wouldn't care. If you made more money than I did, I would. I wouldn't bother me one bit. And obviously, that's how Nathan is. Nathan's home. But Nathan did but make more he when did. he was working. Right. But he's home. You know, she makes the money. He stays and he does everything. You know, does everything. And that I think it's great. And that's how I would, it wouldn't bother me one freaking bit if you made more money or whatever. Or vice versa. I don't think you care. And she doesn't want him to go back to work. Right. Because it's working for them. And if that's how it works and they can do it, God bless them. Go for it. But he did. He put her through school, making he did. really good money. He did, you know, like, and then she, he was still making good money, yeah. more money, more money. Even though after she was a doctor, she graduated, yeah, and she, yeah, <laughs> that was funny. That was, She's like, I can't buy it. I, I've got three hundred thousand dollars right. worth of debt, and you're making. He goes you know, to forty thousand dollars more than me. One year of college, and he's making more. You know, yeah, it's it just depends on what you get into. Uh, we're going to finish up with. Um, the real reason your child won't eat vegetables. Now, Fen does pretty good. He eats your, well, and now he's been soaking your cucumbers. In well, water. he saw me put cucumber and lemon in my water. And so See? he wanted to be play in it. He wanted to play in it. And then he wanted a whole big piece of cucumber and he'd plop it so it'd splash up in his face. That's why I don't understand the bath thing. Right. Because the cucumber water splashed him in the face and he didn't quit doing it. Yeah. And it had lemon in it too, so it could have burned his eyes. So this study is suggesting that the parents are to blame for kids not eating vegetables, vegetables. because they of the facial expressions that they make when they eat vegetables. the vegetables. Because if they're not big fans, and you kind of go, you know, you make that beer bitter beer face when you're eating, and, and when you seem like you're visibly, uh, or you visibly dislike something, the kids are going to be like, well, if he doesn't or she doesn't, like it. mom why and dad why? doesn't like it, then why I'm should not going to like it. Mm -hmm. um, but if a child sees you eating vegetables and liking it, it can have a positive effect. Doesn't necessarily mean they're going to like it. Well, he started eating cucumbers out of my salad Sa and lettuce. The, the lettuce. The lettuce, he'll eat the lettuce With now. nothing on it, right? He'll, right, yeah, I don't put dressing on it. He'll eat the lettuce, he'll eat the cucumbers, He'll eat avocado. He'll, I don't know if he's really tried the celery. He's tomato. I'm trying to think carrots. But then he never really ate them. Then he wanted carrots one day, like the little baby carrots. Right. But he never really put them in his mouth and chewed them. But Yeah. I mean, he's, it's just a, 
I mean, as a baby, he was getting like there was it was weird because some of the combinations seemed strange. Yeah, because it'd be like bananas and oh, I'm trying to think of a a vegetable. It was uh, weird. Yeah, you know what I mean? Broccoli spinach and broccoli. And, yeah, spinach and apricots or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was just so like what? Yeah, they they don't do baby food like they did when our kids. You had peas, you had green beans, you had everything was separate. Now they put the fruits and vegetables together, which I don't know if that's good because now the kids are not learning to eat vegetables by themselves. Yeah, because it has that sweet, it might have that, although if you've ever tasted baby food, you know, it doesn't really have a lot of sugar sugar in it. I know, but that fruit would make the vegetable taste better. Yeah. But I see my whole thing is if you separate the two and you give them vegetables, well, you give them spinach or a green bean or whatever. And then you, then you bring in maybe the fruit as a dessert, but now we're mixing them together. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. But I, I mean, as soon as my kids were able to, they ate regular vegetables. As soon as they had a couple of teeth, they were, I put peas on their high peas. chair. Peas. Yeah. He used to eat peas all the time, but you know, I would put peas on their high chair and whatever we were eating, I would sit them in their high chair and just let, let them, them have finger food. Right. So here's some, if you have fussy eaters, we'll leave on this. If you have some fussy uh, eaters, there's some tips to help with that. First of all, set a good example by eating together as a family, which, you know, a lot of families have, a, I mean, a lot of people work in one, more than one job, hard to gather everybody together. But if you could get people together, even if it's one or two nights a, a week, it's better we than We ate every all. night together. We did. We always ate together. My Well, my dad was later, so we'd eat earlier than him, but... For the most part, when he was home on the weekend, we would eat together. Uh, schedule regular meal times. I think that's important too. Mm-hmm. You have a meal time. And five, I know it's six, hard seven. when your it kids is. get a little older it and they're is. in sports yep. and you're running constantly. You got to feed them first so they can get out to whatever practice they have so. to do. Mm-hmm. Um, kids get involved with uh, food preparation, which is good too. Fen likes to get in there and make cookies. In uh, um, put the blueberries in the pancakes. In the pancakes, right? Try to have one meal time not like several i guess you know what i mean mm-hmm. like try to keep everybody together one time turn the tv off and take away the phones it doesn't say that on here but the tv's one thing but the phones we got to we got to do better as a society we really do we're not we're not communicating and not just i'm not talking about to our kids and they're, they're, i'm talking about two adults everyone sitting. texts no one calls anyone yeah, anymore and no, i don't i don't yeah i mean Texting is good for certain things. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Like you know, today, I was leaving the dentist office. And you text uh, on, on, on my on way. On my way. Yeah. yeah and, and that's he, fine. He you knew that I was three minutes away because I was right across right. the highway. From just a heads now. up. I mean, I just think if you're going to write this book of his text, let's have, a commu- let's have communication. But I'm talking about you go to dinner and just put the phone away, look in each other's eyes, talk, communicate. I think it's going to... Open up a whole new world. How was your day? People. Yeah, how was your day? Anything you know, happened at school today? What color is your stool? That kind of stuff just makes yeah. a difference. <laughs> is it still green? That kind of, right. I wouldn't do that. No, <laughs> well, you've already done it. We already talked <laughs> about it. Uh, try to keep mealtimes calm and stress-free, stress-free, and then remove rewards or bribes or punishments for fussy eaters, which is easy to do. Sometimes you just want to... Um, my mom used to bargain for bites. You bargain? can get down from the table if you take two bites apiece or three bites apiece if it was something we didn't like. So we shoved three bites down our throats just so we could leave. Yeah. Because sometimes your tastes change and just by tasting it and then the next time it'll taste, oh, it's not as bad as it was last time. Well, then she might up the bites too. All right. Next time we uh, we come back, we're going to talk about how many how many times people have uh, make love during the week. That's our next week's topic. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. It's, I'm sitting. There. I was going to talk about it today, but we didn't get to. It. This is the average person makes love this many times a week, and we'll see if you are cutting the mustard. I know I'm not. <laughs> it is. No, you're cutting dwindled. the garlic. Dwindled, she puts garlic cloves around her neck. Dwindled down <laughs> in my older age. Yeah, it's dwindled, all right. Okay. All right, we'll leave it at that. We'll talk about that next week. So don't forget to subscribe every Monday. We have a new episode that comes out. And don't forget about SpeakPipe. Uh, go on the bottom of our little 
uh, the bottom of our episode, you'll see um, a description of the episode. And at the bottom, it'll have our website, uh, which is just talking out loud at gmail.com. Or you can have our, uh, that's our website. Yeah, and then our Facebook page. And did I say, what did I say? Did I say just talking out loud? Or what did I say? Just talking out loud. Okay. I feel like I said the radio station. Then also SpeakPipe is there too. Click on it. You can leave a message and I will try to remember to, to look at that. So please do that. I have a I have a couple because this is early. So you're going to pick a day that you're going to look at them like Yeah, I have to pick it, like yeah, before, before we go on. on. Okay. And then hopefully make a list of okay. everybody that wants to say something. So SpeakPipe's on there now. Facebook, Twitter, and uh, subscribe. And also pass along those little teasers that we put on Facebook and uh, Twitter and X. I'm sorry. X. Follow us on X. It's not Twitter anymore. It's X. And so thank you so much for uh, listening and we're out. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy today's show. 